0: what's up everyone welcome to the podcast i'm your host isaiah copan this is lift and learn episode 11 In this episode, I'll be breaking down how to deal with lower back pain after workouts and why females won't get muscular from lifting weights. Before that though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately, and that might include fitness-related topics, and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host, on Instagram, it's isaiah.copon. And you can also check out my website, isaiahcopon.com. The podcast is on Instagram at Lift and Learn Podcast and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift and Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into the episode. So, last week I briefly mentioned that I had my COVID test. Well, good news I'm negative, so I'm good to go. And hopefully I can stay negative, because now I'm going to be situated in the gold medal of the COVID Olympics. Yep, I'm now in the USA for a little bit. And I basically brought my whole life with me, except for my car and my iMac. And since I am in the USA, that means no restrictions, baby. At least as of right now, even though I'm hearing some news about a bit of a lockdown in some areas near me. As of right now though, gym life is back to normal. I can go any day and any time I want to, so I'm back to lifting regularly, which has felt great this week so far. I made sure to slowly introduce myself into the gym, but it's time to make some gains again for at least a little while. Hopefully whenever I do get back to Canada, it won't be during a lockdown, but it probably will be until 2021, since they shut down everything for 28 days at least. But it doesn't really seem like they care about COVID as much over here, which is good for some selfish reasons, but also bad at the same time if you're looking at the bigger picture. But anyways, I'm glad that I'm back to the gym. I'm in a gym where there's platforms, there's a Stairmaster I can use, so it's pretty nice, and this week went great. If you follow me on Instagram, you should see some clips there where I'm in there working out. I'm liking it so far, so let's hope they don't close since I already pre-paid for it for at least for the month of December. But yeah, the gym is pretty nice and pretty empty when I work out in the mornings, which is great, so that I'm not around so many other people while I'm in the US for a bit. They have more equipment and variations than what I'm used to, so it's kind of an upgrade from the usual gyms I go to back home. This week has been all about getting back to where I was before the shutdowns, so I'll slowly be working up in weight, and gonna do my best to take advantage of it being open since the guy at the counter was a little bit scared that they could close the gym pretty soon. But man, this first week back in the gym has been so taxing on my body. For the past 4 weeks or so, I've mostly been working out from home, and had some workouts at a few different home gym setups, so shout out to my friends who have those, but this whole week I've just been fighting soreness constantly. Even doing stretches and mobility drills every day, all while pushing lighter weights than I'm used to, it's still leaving my whole body so sore. I have DOMs literally everywhere. I haven't even specifically hit my anterior shoulders yet, but even when I do things like bench press, I'll still feel soreness in my shoulders for a few days. I'm just making sure I don't push myself too hard, so I've been lightening the weight even more than I'm used to, And usually I'll do 4 sets per exercise, but sometimes I'm doing 3 or even just 2 sets because I know that'll be enough to stimulate my muscles after such a sporadic month of training. I have a rest day coming up this weekend, so that should give me enough time to recover, and next week should be even better when it comes to training, so that's exciting for me. I am pretty glad that the gym is pretty empty though, it gives me less contact with other people since I'm trying to stay as safe as possible while I'm in the US. Topic 1. How do I deal with back pain after working out? So I'm not sure what kind of back pain exactly this is talking about, but if it's a more serious injury then see your consultant or whatever. But if you're getting back pain after movements like a deadlift or rack pulls, then it's normal because you're lifting heavier weights than you're used to on a daily basis, and you're, of course, using your muscles in your lower back a lot in these movements. Listening to your body is going to be real important for what you'll need to do going forward. If your back does regularly get tight, then maybe it's time to reevaluate exactly what you're doing while exercising. Maybe you need to spend more time, when you're not training, working on lower back mobility and strengthening and exercising while you're bracing your core. Having lower back pain on a somewhat regular basis, though, is pretty common. More than half of the population have some kind of symptoms when we're talking about pain in that area, so it's something that you should keep an eye on. An important thing you might have to do if you have back pain when you're working out is that you have to strengthen it. I say this is important because you don't want the pain to get more serious and turn into an injury in the future. If an injury does happen, then that's going to put a stop to your progress, and if it's a serious injury, then you could find yourself losing muscle and regressing in a way. I've been fortunate enough to not get into any serious gym injuries so far into my training, but I do credit some of that towards my mobility routine that's tailored to me. I have been injured outside of the gym though, and that was actually pretty recently. I sprained my ankle really badly twice in a year playing basketball just two years ago, and it was a long process to recover from that. And then when I ended up recovering from that, I ended up injuring my thumb while also playing basketball when I tried to brace my fall. Actually, all of my injuries so far in my life, at least the ones where I had to take a step back from training, were actually all from sports, which is the sad part because I love playing sports. I also had another injury in high school, back during a time where I didn't lift weights unless it was for gym class, and that injury happened when I was playing baseball and I got hit by a pitch. The pitch ended up hitting me in my elbow and I had to wear a cast for two weeks or so. I can tell you right now that getting injured is such an annoying process when you're chasing any kind of goals especially if their goals is related to the gym or staying in shape. If you do get injured seriously, you're going to have to dedicate your time afterwards to rehabbing this area now. When I sprained my ankle, I wasn't able to hit my lower body for a few weeks. And then when I was able to do lower body again, I had to stick with isolation movements because I couldn't squat without pain for about another two months because my ankle mobility was so compromised at that point. Moral of the story here is that if you have back pain, then listen to your body because you don't want it to get worse. If the pain is only after working out, then it may be a weak area for you right now, and that means you need to strengthen it. And when I say strengthening it, that could mean a variety of ways. You might need to build muscle in that area because building muscle and strength in your lower back could prevent it from getting worse in the future. Now this is a common problem with some of my older clients because it's an area that becomes weak over time. And that's because of the load you have to constantly put it through daily. If you're not strengthening it over the years, well, your lower back is a part of your core. And if you have a weak core, that could cause problems in the future. It's a lot like a leak you might have. Let's say your faucet is leaking. That's kind of like your core. If you don't take care of the issue, you know it's not going to fix itself. It's just going to get worse. Then it's leaking more droplets per minute. Then all of a sudden you're flooding the sink because the leak just got out of control. And that's the same thing when it comes to working out your core. If you're already feeling that it's weak when you're younger, then if you keep constantly stressing it by working out surrounding muscles only and not giving it the attention it deserves, then it's going to get worse as you age. And by the time you're in your 50s or your 60, it could mean just something as simple as bending over to pick something up off the ground, like maybe your grandkid, then that could cause some problems. And at that age, it's going to be a lengthy recovery process. Now, I briefly mentioned that you have to listen to your body. It's normal to have some kind of lower back pain after working out, like if it only stays around for one to three days, but listen to your body and try to figure out if it's something more serious than that. It could just be some sort of DOMS, which is delayed onset muscle soreness, and this could happen if you're exercising pretty hard. So this actually happened to me earlier this week. Like I said, my training has been all over the place because of covid shutdowns and whatnot. So I started off training this week on Monday by doing deadlifts, then on Tuesday I did some squats. I ended up having to take Wednesday off because of some soreness in my lower back. I spent most of the day resting and stretching it out, doing some easy exercises at home. I spent about an hour doing yoga and doing some mobility drills and that eased the pain a tiny bit. But what I did there was I listened to my body and told myself to just take a rest day. And those rest days I just go through easy exercises that don't put a lot of strain on my body. So, as we're continuing to talk about DOMS, this will also likely happen after movements like a barbell row. In this case, your lower back could be sore after a workout because it's probably not used to the amount of stress that a workout can put on your lower back. Your lower back is a part of your core, so if you're doing movements that require you to bend over and lift a heavy object, then you could feel it in movements like a barbell row, when specifically that exercise targets the upper back. But if you're familiar with the proper form for this exercise then you still do need to bend over to perform the exercise. For example, if you regularly get sore doing something like 4 sets of barbell rows, then that could be currently too much for you to handle. A solution in this case could be to do a few less sets of barbell rows. And if you're looking for more volume to hit your upper back then try a chest supported t-bar row instead, if you have one in your gym, or something like a seal row where your chest is on the bench and you're performing rows that way. That'll relieve some stress that your lower back might be going through. Furthermore, you can incorporate movements that will strengthen your lower back, like a rack pull or something like a back hyperextension. If you don't want it to hurt as much, then start incorporating movements and exercises that target that specific region. Doing a regular routine may not be an adequate amount of volume for you to strengthen that area, Because if you're just using a cookie-cutter program that you found online, then it's not taking your individual body or your weaknesses into account. Now maybe strengthening that area could mean that you need to be more mobile in your lower back area. Now this could include some isolation holds and mobility work where you're twisting or doing some kind of a superman movement. Remember that if you're feeling lower back pain, it could stem from other places that may be tight. That may mean stretching out your hamstrings, or doing movements like a bird dog, or something like glute bridges. Pilates and yoga may also help you, especially yoga because there are great movements in there to relieve tension all over your body, not just limited to your lower back. You should, of course, be constantly stretching that area, so a combination of static and dynamic stretches and investing in a foam roller would be a great idea. In terms of foam rolling, you should be rolling out that area and the areas where you do feel tighter and then you keep the foam roller on there for 10 to 30 seconds just to relieve and release the tense areas. For me, after push workouts, I tend to get really tight in my chest and shoulder area or where the muscle attaches in that shoulder area. So I always have my lacrosse ball handy and that works in a similar way to the foam roller. It's a little bit painful, but just apply as much pressure as you can handle and you should feel some kind of relief if you're doing it properly. If you just want to ease some of the pain you're feeling, then you can try applying ice or heat to the area. Also, don't forget that rest is an important part of recovery as well, regardless of where your pain is. That being said, don't rest too much. Don't just lie down all day and expect the pain to just magically go away, because that could actually make it worse. And that's why movement is so important when it comes to treating the issue. Another solution for you could be to warm up whatever area you frequently get tight in. So in this case, if your lower back is getting sore after your workout, try warming up your lower back a little bit more than you're used to. That could mean spending an extra 3 to 10 minutes doing things like a knee to chest stretch or an active Superman type of movement. This lower back pain could also be due to some kind of muscle imbalance that you may have. If you work all of your muscles except your lower back, then that could also be the problem. Muscle imbalance could also cause problems with your posture as well, so that's something you may need to correct. That means standing upright so your back isn't under strain constantly throughout the day. So standing upright with your shoulders back and your chest out That'll put more of a balance load on your core, so your lower back isn't doing so much work as you slouch throughout the day. So there you go, that's a few strategies that could help prevent or get rid of future lower back pain. Hopefully, you don't have a pulled muscle, or even more seriously, a pinched nerve or a slipped disc. If that's the case, then you might have to actually get examined by a professional, such as a physical therapist or some kind of medical professional. So stay safe with your future training. Topic 2. Explain why girls won't get muscular after working out if their goal is to be thin. I get this one all the time, especially from older female clients. It's pretty common if you believe that lifting weights will just immediately have you looking muscular, and I think it's become even more of a belief in our society with the way social media has taken over. You scroll on Instagram all day and see all these men and women with perfect bodies, lifting weights, and some looking unbelievably shredded. Keep in mind that these people are the less than 1% out there. If you go to the gym or have gone to the gym, how many people actually look like the ones you see on social media? It's probably going to be a very small percentage. And those people that look amazing have dedicated years of consistency to look the way they do. Those kind of results don't just happen overnight. And that's something that a lot of people need to understand more. Now, getting back on track with the question. Women won't get as muscular as men, simply put, because of your hormones. They simply don't have as much testosterone as a male does. Men typically have testosterone levels in the 250 to 900 range, while females have less than 100. So that significantly limits the hormone. And testosterone is the hormone that's responsible for increasing muscle mass, and size, and strength. As a human being anyway, you're not just going to wake up one day and be like, Oh my god, I'm too muscular. Because muscles take a long time to grow and develop. And if you do see a female that has too much muscle because of social media, then it's because she's experienced, and that's how she wanted her body to look, and could also be due to some kind of steroids she may be taking. If you're looking at someone on social media, especially a competitor, then remember that it's a part of her job to look crazy muscular on stage. That's not what a normal woman looks like when they build muscle or lift weights. That person's been dedicated for years, has been working out hard six or seven days a week for years. And on top of that, her diet is, for the most part, absolutely dialed in. That being said, as a female, it would be a good idea to still lift weights in order to achieve your goals or lose weight, because the more you resistance train, the more you can build your metabolism. This, in turn, will get you closer to a point where you can eat whatever you want, for the most part, and stay at a comfortable and healthy weight without having to watch what you eat every day. So basically, lift weights and resistance train Because you won't get too muscular, and this kind of training will actually shape your body the way you want it to look. As a woman, you need to be strength training because the same benefits apply to males as well as females. You'll build stronger bones and joints without getting as big as a male would. It's biologically impossible. The other day, I was actually watching TV and there was a medicine to prevent osteoporosis in women. Osteoporosis is a huge problem in women and has to do with weak bones. What they won't tell you on TV is that weight training is one of the best preventative measures when it comes to reversing osteoporosis, even though everyone just wants a simple solution. On TV you'll see, oh just take this medicine or some kind of calcium supplement to get rid of it. And yeah, that might help. But lifting weights is ultimately better if you can do it because you're actually doing something positive for yourself, as opposed to just taking a pill and forgetting to move around. For the most part, females usually have the same goal. They want to lose body fat, they want to look tighter and firmer, and that's why you need to be resistance training. If you're doing that as well as eating properly, then you'll be in shape as long as you stay consistent. You aren't going to look like a bodybuilder if you lift weights, you can't just accidentally put on that much muscle. It takes serious determination. And if you're at a point where you're a bit overweight and that's your main concern, then it doesn't really make sense. It's a different mentality to get to a point where you're a freaky looking female. That's like someone playing recreational basketball at LA fitness and accidentally getting drafted by the NBA. It's a silly way of thinking. Like I said, resistance training will actually shape your body. With resistance training, you're able to actually target specific body parts you want to. Now, of course, your programming should be pretty balanced, working your whole body evenly to not create imbalances. But for females, their main focus is usually going to be the lower body and trimming some belly fat, in my experience. So if you want to grow the booty, then do exercises where you're stimulating those muscles. However, if you're focused on just losing your lower belly pooch, then this doesn't just mean only work out your abs. Last week, I went through some ways to shape and sculpt your abs, but that's a whole different topic regarding the spot reduction myth. Remember that cardio alone won't get you to your body goals. It could get you to your weight loss goals, but that way you'll just be skinny. And if that's your goal, then do you, but my clients and the people I've worked with over the years Not a single person has been mad or upset with the way they look after resistance training. Remember that it won't instantly make you big and muscular. And that concludes episode 11 of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole, then please leave a review and comment on iTunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is. Also, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button because I'll be releasing episodes every Friday. If you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.copan on Instagram. And you can also check out my website, IsaiahKopan.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram. And there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast. Again, thanks for listening. And be sure to tune in next week with another episode where I'll be talking about how to stay healthy at your desk job and the best way to prevent sickness.